This is a Capricorn FM podcast. So approximately 1.65 million women have benefited from government uh, housing subsidies Mm -hmm. since the 90s. And since then, you ladies have been uh, uh, granted the opportunity of being able to sell your houses and get a little profit to transfer those houses to other people. Mm. But when we talk of housing subsidies, it's such a complex conversation. Philip Skuman is joining us in studio this morning, and we are going to be unpacking this topic. Philip Skuman is in studio this morning. He's the broker and owner of Remax. And we're talking housing subsidies this morning. Morning, Philip. How are you doing? Morning, guys. Thanks for having me. So housing subsidies in South Africa in mm-hmm. 2024, more specifically, are they still a reality? Let's unpack what, um, <laughs> what Complexion said earlier about 1.65 million women benefiting from housing subsidies. Mm-hmm. If you take that and you divide that by the total population, you'll see that it's 2%. Oh, of gosh. the gross population that oh. have benefited, and yeah. that over thirty years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many? Yeah, you see so, what I'm saying. Okay. So, okay, yes, housing subsidies are there, and they do work. In fact, we had to actually, when this topic came up, do a bit of research because the harsh reality is we don't really use housing oh, subsidies, exactly. nor have we really ever. And and I'll get to why. Okay. okay? Um, but the point is, we had to do a bit of research and mm-hmm. find out what government subsidies there are actually. And I, I came across a plethora, about 12, um, that 12. I've never heard of. Really? Yeah. I, I, I recently saw something, FLISP or what? I was like, what? FLISP is the major one that okay. is being driven. Okay. Right. So it's Finance Linked Individual Subsidy Program. Okay. okay. Now, this means that you have never had to have benefited from a government subsidy before with regards to housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you must also be earning as a household less than 22 grand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, okay, cool. So that's an entry point to the market. Mm. But at that, the best you can qualify is 400K. Sure. Uh-oh. Show me a property of 400K. In 2024? Yes. Show me a property of 400K that you want to buy. Uh, one room in Sashiro, maybe. <laughs> exactly <laughs> my point. <laughs> and now the problem is, now the problem is we in a metropolitan area where there is a normal market bustling. Okay. Mm. It's not bustling really, but it's it, it's still it's still better than any housing subsidy program we've ever tried. Okay. okay? And we've helped clients with this FLISP thing. And mm. the reality is it does help a little bit, but at best, when you are in the criteria that you can qualify for, you're gonna get thirty grand. Mm. Now if your household income is twenty two grand, that's a one month Sure. Basically, government gives you a one month um, like subsidy for your mm. for your house, a one month salary. Mm. Um, if you are in the lower bracket, i.e., you're just um, minimum wage, uh, from there they'll give you a hundred and thirty thousand um, benefit. Okay, mm. but again, you need to qualify for the balance of the loan yourself. So the reality is that um, there is just too much competition. Uh, in any normal market mm. for 400,000 rand property. So the thing is, and, and, and agents are skeptical about using government subsidies because it's tedious, they take long, the letters of intent, mm. the, all, all of the amendments. Then they show up, they've got the wrong property details, they've got the wrong price there, they've got the wrong contact details, and mm. then it's amendments and going back and forth. And all the while, this adds time to the transaction which puts pressure on the seller, the real estate agent, and the buyer. Mm. Mm. So now I'm asking you, who does this benefit? For 30 grand, you, you're not going to be able to compete in the market because let's say I have a normal buyer for a stand, okay? I'm going to choose and I'm going to advise the seller that we need to take the normal bank loan 
over and above sure. um, what the client offered with the housing subsidy mm-hmm. because the, it's just going to take too long. Um, six, seven, eight months is usually the average that these transactions take. Mm-hmm. And with a normal bank, it's three to four months. Mm-hmm. So, and all as the red a, tape and everything. And all the red tape. Now, you as a, as a, as a seller, who would you prefer as a buyer? One using a government subsidy or one not using a government subsidy? I'll go for the bank loan guy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is that now we've got to find you a, a property. You come to me, you say, listen, I want to use a, a government housing subsidy. Sure. And, and me as a real estate agent, I'm already going, <laughs> we have no Here deal. Here comes the work. Here comes the work. Now, <clears throat> then we find you a property mm-hmm. and we sign on it. <clears throat> Two days later, a normal bank loan comes. Boom, mm. and they're going to probably throw out your your mm. transaction. Sure. If the seller can't cancel or whatever, the, but the point that I'm trying to make is that you'll go past your loan period, uh, and your contract will be null and void anyway, um, because of the tediousness of this exercise. Mm. So now you're going to have to start afresh. That's what I'm trying to say. So Snap. I personally think that they that they've done government subsidies for housing and it sounds nice like like the discussion we had about transfer duties being raised and whatnot but at the end we've got to work out how helpful is it really Mm -hmm. and do the agents actually want to take you out as a as an applicant Mm -hmm. um and i'm talking about across the board Mm -hmm. i I cannot think there's one real estate agent unless if they've only started yesterday that will be excited um when they get a buyer with a housing subsidy Mm -hmm. Um, even Racima, um, which is which is setups, which were done to sort of subsidise anyone with with a government salary. Sure, um, you know they they will grant you the loan whether you really qualify for it or not, or whether you have bad debts. Racima is something to look at, but again, it takes so so long that if if there's if there's a competing buyer. Um, then, mm. then you're not going to be successful on your application. Sure. So you've basically got to buy an overpriced property, which no one wants, in a market that um, has an average of 400k. So that you, you probably know, dilapidated as well. Exactly my point. So, mm. yes, it can help you with home ownership. And then we haven't even touched on. Now you own the home, but you can't sell it for eight years. Oh, this is a drawback that sure. nobody thinks about. Yes, you can't sell it within the first eight years. Then you have to apply to sell it <laughs> yeah. from Cockstar. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. the same thing with the RDP houses. Um, you know, so we've got to ask ourselves, yes, it, it will help you um, to a certain extent, but to find a real estate agent that's going to help you and to find a seller that's willing to sign on your deal, mm-hmm. these are two different things. Um, so, yeah. Shame, poor Tinsolo. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> sure. Okay. I think Philip, you've given us a lot to actually think about, and maybe a bit of homework for people to go through. So you said th- you came across twelve of those kind yeah, of subjects. you can go. You go, can go and just do a bit it. of research and just see if there's anything worth your while there. But as you heard, mm. uh, not really a thumbs up, but it depends what you, on what you're really looking for. And thanks, Philip, for coming through and talking to us. That's the broker and owner of Remax. Thanks, Kuman. <laughs> that was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.